It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Go Birds Pod. John Barchard here with you. James Seltzer to my left, whose water is full. You're damn right it's full, John. It's full and is ready to go. You're damn right. Hope you guys... As is my bladder, so it should be an interesting podcast. (laughs) My bladder's been full all morning. Yeah, I I keep pissing, man. Can't tell you how how good it feels when clear piss just comes out of your wee-wee. It's the best feeling. Second best feeling in the world. How old are you, John? I'm like five. Happy birthday. You just had a birthday. (laughs) The reason I'm bringing this up. Yeah, 36. Still use the word wee-wee, huh? Yeah, well, I didn't want (laughs) to... You know, it's weird. It's like we can curse as much as we want to on this podcast, and sometimes when I... I have to use penis. I just don't say. Feel weird to say penis. Wee wee. Yo, penis. Good. Let me tell you I'm right off the bat, too. I'm using the term junk for that as well. We should get into, because you are uh, slightly older than I am. True. We should get into a Apparently, I'm older than everybody. That's yeah, you are. You are. There. Yes. Uh, it's, we should get into the what what sucks getting older thing. Because oh, I got a couple of Let things. me tell you. We might, we might save those for the end of this podcast. We'll at least do one, okay. if, if you can remember. Oh, oh okay, great. Every day of my life. But it's we welcome I, you uh, to the Go Birds podcast as, uh, you know, five-star reviews. They don't hurt. I'm just going to tell you. Subscribe on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all of them. I'll go so far as to say, don't leave a review if it's not going to be a five-star. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Yeah, or just you know, make us make us laugh. We will go through reviews. I think that's one thing that we have neglected in a very long time. Need to go through time. them. It's just fun to do. You might not know this about me. Yeah, I'm a great review reader. Yeah. 
it's a real, it's a real skill of mine. Is that why so. you're on Yelp all the time? That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Funny that I am a great review reader, and I've never <laughs> left a review for anything anywhere in any situation ever. So, <laughs> so you're it's a hypocrite. Good. Is yes, that what we're I can read them well. I might not leave them. Full of hypocrites. Huh. Um, so here's the thing. I, I am not reading into this too much, right? Well, uh, we'll find out, won't we? Well, I guess I am reading into it too much since we're, we're here talking about it. Is we don't really know what's. I mean, voluntary OTAs, mini camps, all of that is. I I don't care. That's a caveat here. I don't care if a player shows up or doesn't show up. Do As you? you've said many times in yeah. the past, no, I don't. We've we've uh, argued about Fletcher Cox not showing up, and yeah, then they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And all. No, I am. Uh, I generally, unless there is a clear stated reason like yeah. i'm not coming because blah 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 then that reason is bad yeah i generally don't have a problem with it i have uh there is i'll go as far as to say there is zero impact on somebody showing up or not showing up during otas zero training camp a little different otas doesn't matter uh i do however because of jeff mcclain is starting to get the ball rolling by putting it out there and then you just kind of look at how safeties have gotten signed. Malcolm Jenkins is clearly out of guaranteed money. He's 32 years old and probably, to me, one of the most important pieces of the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that this is a contract issue, if I'm Uh-oh. reading into it. Uh-oh. You know, because it's it's just, listen, it's uncharacteristic even for Malcolm Jenkins to miss OTAs. It's fair. Uncharacteristic. Mm-hmm. So that's the only, and, I, and then I see him today, you know, posting all 22 of the game against Jacksonville where he's supposed to be blitzing and there's a miscommunication and he didn't clearly point out Razul Douglas was in the wrong place, but Razul Douglas was in the wrong place and then he goes and makes a great play. And that's why you have to have a guy like Malcolm Jenkins who can play safety and has played corner and we know the rest of the story. Does he have a case, if this is what is happening, to say I need to get paid and I need to be a part of this football team uh, a little longer than my contract states, which is... I think 2021 is when he becomes a, a, a free agent. But, I mean, he's currently right now underpaid, in my opinion. Yeah, oh, I think he's clearly underpaid when you look at what safeties make in the NFL and what he's making. And, and look, that's what happened. It's, it's frustrating. I am of two minds, generally speaking, with this type of thing. The first mind is I will never begrudge any NFL player for trying to get the never. most money they can Same. because they put their bodies on the line. They have, like, 10 years max, if they're lucky, to earn the most money they will ever earn in their life. I'll never kill them for it. At the same time, it is frustrating because a guy signs a deal at a time that makes him whatever, top eight safety, third paid, whatever it is. And then inevitably, of course, the way it works is a few years later, you're going to be underpaid. But that's the whole reason that the team signed you to the deal in the first place. So I, it's a real, I really struggle with this. My, my general thought is go get your money if you're an NFL player. But at the same time, there's also something about living up to the contract that you signed. So I think he has a case based on how important he is to this team, how important he is, not just on the field, off the field, everything he does for that defense. I think, you know, as great as Fletcher Cox is, I think he's, clearly in my opinion the best player on the eagles i think you can make a very reasonable rational argument that malcolm jenkins is the most important player to that defense even though cox is the best so um i think for many perspectives malcolm jenkins is underpaid and deserves more money uh and i think it's a fair thing to bring up but at the same time you know he has a contract you like to see those guys play it out but i think realistically looking at the way the nfl works today the way players do what they do 
I think he has a case to get paid, and and I, I I wouldn't blame him if he does something to try and get paid. Let's uh let's play a little game. Cool. Adrian Amos, who just got signed by the Packers, the Bears let him go, is making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars more per year. You know, he's less guaranteed money than Malcolm Jenkins' entire contract, but seven hundred fifty or two hundred fifty thousand dollars more than Adrian Amos. Adrian Amos a better safety than Malcolm Jenkins? No. Devin McCourty, uh, who's 32, whose free agency is also coming up next this next offseason in 2020, $9.5 million, he better safety Malcolm Jenkins. I don't know. It's close, Close, right? yeah. About like the he's same. Re- same same range. I, I think a couple years ago you would have said McCourty's better. I think yes. right now you might say Jenkins better. Either yep. way, they're very similar very in similar. terms of, of, of value or ability. Is Harrison Smith better than either one of those no, two guys? not anymore. He's making $10.2 million per year. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner, who signed a contract not too long ago, is making $10.5 million. Is he better than those two guys? No. Rashad Jones making $12 million a year. Is he better than those guys? No. The only guys that are on the top of this list you can really make an argument for, and even at, I'd even eliminate Cam Chancer because he's a completely different type of safety than Malcolm Jenkins is at 12 with $13 million guaranteed. Earl Thomas, Landon Collins, Honey Badger all got paid this year, right? 55 84 $42 million respectively in their total. Their total guarantees are 32 44 and 26 Now, I don't. You can't just point to Washington and be like, look what they did with Landon Collins. That's a lot of money because it's Dan Snyder and he's really stupid. Well, very clearly, yes. But at the same time, $44 million guaranteed for a guy that's a one-dimensional safety. Everybody's going, thanks, Landon. You've reset the market for us here. And this is why it's just kind of – I'm just trying to figure out what would be fair for Malcolm Jenkins and the Eagles at the same time. I – Disagree with you a little bit on the terms of like, well, you signed the contract thing. Like, I, it, once the guaranteed money's out, the contract's done. No, 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 and I, that, and that's, and that's why I'm saying with the NFL, yeah. it's different. My general philosophy or my belief is, you know, you you sign a contract, you should play for it. But that's why I kind of couched it with the fact the NFL, it's just not the way it works. Yeah, you just and can't live by that edict anymore. Here's why Malcolm Jenkins also has a case. I think. Because Jason Peters keeps getting what he well, wants every Brandon single Graham year. Brandon Graham just got paid. Brandon I mean, there Graham are other guys paid. who are Jason Kelsey. on the other side of 30 who are getting paid, who, uh, whether they've done more or not, I mean, you could argue the same amount of contribution or importance to the franchise. And, and I think, as we just discussed, in terms of importance to the defense, I love Brandon Graham. Malcolm Jenkins is a more important player to that defense. Yes, he is. So, I like, I mean... And he's a little bit older. Look, it's really, it's a fine line, right? I mean, it's such a fine line. And we've we both lauded and ripped the Eagles over the years for getting rid of guys before they get bad or getting rid of guys too early. A certain safety comes to mind. A all-time <laughs> Hall of Fame safety comes to mind. Hashtag 20 light. Yes. This situation, so, right? So I, look, I think this is one of those rare cases when you talk about a guy in Malcolm Jenkins where I think you almost... Just have to suck it up and pay him. If that's if that's the situation they're in, and again, yeah. we are making a step, we're making a leap. I don't know but for it's sure. It's not that big of a leap. It's not. Look, <laughs> it, the fair when you point right. out that he's never missed the voluntaries before, yeah. all that type of stuff. There, there is. It's you can make that deduction. I think that ultimately the importance of the team, the importance of the defense, and the fact that look, while he is thirty two. He still was great this past oh, year. Oh, yeah. He, is, he does not look like he is aging out of the position, and I know that it can happen fast. Don't get me wrong. You know, guys can fall off a cliff, but I think with what you've seen from Jenkins, the level of play, what he's done as a leader on this team, what he's done for the locker room, all that stuff, 
I I don't know how the Eagles don't spend like you just said after signing Kelsey after signing Graham like they can't look at him and say well you're old it's like well you yeah, just signed those sorry, guys and you're old and so safety's not as important is that their line <laughs> like unless you're Malcolm Jenkins <laughs> yes correct and before we forget too who is a guy when I'm he guy. Lo- when he looked at you're a guy mm-hmm. I'm a guy mm-hmm. uh, when he looked around and saw that wow. This secondary is absolutely depleted with injuries, and we got a bunch of young guys that are coming in here, and who the fuck is Cravey on the Blanc? And who's the guy that went to Jim Shorts and just said, simplify everything. Let's just make this simple. Everything's going to fall into place. I got you. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Jenkins. <laughs> you know, it's not like, I, I and trust me, I want to give credit to those players, Avante Maddox, all that. I'm not taking anything away from him, but this is kind of like, in the line of sight, which I keep preaching about, let's not get ahead of ourselves with Cravion LeBlanc is the best nickel corner we've ever seen. Or no, he's just you like know, top three. Yeah, or say. you know, I, I'm I look forward to all these guys growing. Avante Maddox had a fantastic year. Let's see you do that consistently for years. Which let's see who's done that. Who's done? Oh right, Malcolm Jenkins has done that every single year with a rotating secondary. Not the same safety other than, what, McLeod and him were together for two years in a row. Outside of that, everything's basically changed from injury to people not being great enough. He's been able to keep those guys at least fluid and working together. He's a guy that literally will stand there and talk to you for 25 minutes, win, loss, draw, whatever. You know, like, it's just, I I, I, I don't see what the holdup is unless he's going, I need Landon Collins money and I need seven years or ten years or something crazy like that like yeah sorry eagles you got to do this i'm i don't care what the i i don't know what the holdup is if in fact it's a contract thing i'm just saying i'm with you james you got to do it you don't have a choice you don't have a choice I mean, this it's one of those unique situations and again what you've done this off season you would look ridiculous to not offer it to him. Now, again, there is a difference in the fact that Graham was a free agent. Jason Peters' contract was up. I mean, there are situations where it is a little different in that case, but in terms of importance of the team, in terms of still playing at a high level, I just feel like they have to they have to do it. And you, had, I meant to say this, you had said something along uh, with, with Brandon Graham, and you know, although Malcolm Jenkins is still the most important point of that defense, and this is where we always get into those debates on just like so the big one that's going around i don't know if you've heard this is just like actually corners are better than pass rusher pass rush is better than corners and that's something that's been going on for a long time but now it's starting to you know that's like a an ongoing thing and i feel like this is the same kind of trap that people get into so it's like well howie roseman and joe douglas and the front office value the lines and that's where it should be mm-hmm. because that's who they paid and that's who they repaid and that's who they gave more guaranteed money to but I mean, you tell me. I think I think James had an excellent point. You tell me who you need more on this team, Malcolm Jenkins or Brandon Graham, and I love them to both to death and they're equally, you know, important in terms of like wearing that eagle banner mm-hmm. on the front of your chest, but if I only had to pick one, I'm picking Malcolm. I, you have to. And, and again, it, look, if you just want to simplify it down and say edge rusher is more important than safety, sure. In today's NFL, that's that's fine. And you're right. Yeah. Actually. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But Malcolm Jenkins does a lot more than your standard safety. He just is so much more important. Again, you talked about he'll cover the slot. He calls the defense. He does so many things. Like you just said, you talked about the example last year. When everything goes to shit, 
Malcolm Jenkins is the guy who's going to bring it back and get everyone set and make it right. So, yes, edge rusher, defensive end, more important than safety in today's NFL. Malcolm Jenkins is not your average safety. No. Uh, and just like Nick Foles wasn't your average backup quarterback, you know, like he's got a starting job in Jacksonville. Just like Nick Foles does not have your average penis size. <laughs> See what I did there? Wee wee. Penis back. Wee wee. Brought it back. Brought it back to you. (laughs) Can I just say something too about that as we're switching gears and we're getting your questions and statements? I think, uh, one, I think mailbags, we're going to change that. I I like when you guys have takes. I I I just realized. I want both. No, I'm saying the mixture of both of those. I thought you were going to make, you you were like, on that, I thought you had something else to say about Nick Foles' No, no, not not as wee wee. Okay. But just Nick Foles in general. (laughs) So Ooh. I just want to say first, we the, the mailbag portion of this, I actually love the mixture of questions and takes, so I sure. think that's how, if you have a statement or a question, I think we'll do that from now on and kind of debate it, because there's some good ones in there today. That said, so on the radio show, if you caught it, uh, we I, I, I said something just- Crazy. Uh, what yep. I think is a, just uh-huh. like a silly, anyway, to debate about whatever, but it like, Jesus, it caught fire, like a, I- I-, I I just have a, a small issue that we love Nick Foles to death. We all know what he did. We all know what Doug Peters. We all know what happened during the Super Bowl. The the Bud Light, you know, statue that's outside of the link. I just it does doesn't it just feel weird that Nick is playing for an active NFL team and that thing is no, lot. it doesn't. It's awesome. It's the most iconic play in the history of the franchise. It's a named play. The play is a name. There's like 15 plays in the history of the sport that has a name. Commemorate it. Honor it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's just who cares if he's on the Jaguars? He was still the guy who won us the Super Bowl. I, I think here's I what know. we here's what we discovered as yeah. as John Elliott and I argued this far too yeah, much save, on Saturday. Save you from it too. The, yeah. the, the real take that we uncovered that was the real surprise. Is that John is not just anti Philly special statue down the link. John is anti statue. <laughs> yeah, I'm anti statue. That was the real home run take of the day. Statues lead to lies, which lead to <laughs> writing your own history however Such you want it. And then the next take. thing you know, anti-statue. you're just like. Anti statue. Who's anti statue? You have a statue who can, you can't really be against that person most of the time. Well, like I mean, if they, someone they is, ripped the Joe Paterno statue down in Penn State, didn't they? Well, yeah, so, but uh, but it so took they that. Him. It took that, you know, to get it down. You know, like I don't know. It just I feel as though like we need to be less. We need to remember more. We need to tell. See, this you is can such need a to weird. Tell that's your the kids part of the take is that you're like, how we can remember without a statue? Yes, yeah, no, of course sh- you no can. No shit, you can remember without a statue. The statue is there to honor something, gotta, not to remind you of it. But, but why is it automatic? Well, we got to honor this person. Let's build a statue. That's what we do. <laughs> we, uh, we build statues. No one ever questions why. No one but, ever questions right, why. What's we a build. better way to honor somebody? Uh, uh, telling their story so it lives forever. That's going to happen either way. That doesn't yes, matter. Exactly. James. But that doesn't mean that you can't put a statue up to honor someone or something so that every time someone sees that statue, you mean, oh, that was awesome. It's just the Philly special. Is, that was fucking yes, awesome. Yes, it was. Put it in the. Somebody suggested the Hall of Fame. That's fantastic. How's that great for Eagles fans going to game? They don't get to see it. It's fucking Canton, Ohio. Wouldn't you want the rest of the everybody? In it, that it cheers for any NFL team, be like, yeah, fuck, that was such the best call I've ever seen in a Super Bowl. Yeah, go there's flaunt st- it, go flaunt it in other still people's. In towns. the Hall of Fame, there's there's still an uh, like they still mention the Philly Special and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know that they've got gloves and jerseys and all that crap like they always do. I don't know. I just 
You hate statues. I guess I'm the only one that thinks it's weird. I just think I'm the only one that thinks it's weird. I just think that you you are a little further on the anti side because you hate statues. Yes, that's oh, the no, real definitely. heart of where you're. It's really from. where the crux of the uh, argument is. It has I nothing know. to do with anything. No, because I kept I, back. I kept like saying to you, I'm like, all right. So the Nick Bowles is a Jaguar argument is like. It's a fair argument. I get it. I don't, I don't, I, it doesn't bother me, yeah. but I get it. But then all your other arguments were just statuating arguments. Well, well yeah, but, but even, <laughs> even so in that, like somebody had brought up Lincoln and, and got really upset about it. I think it was Michael and shout out to Michael. Uh, I, I just give it time, you know, like give it, the, all of the people that we want to honor, like no one builds a statue immediately. <laughs> Unless you have the greatest blown they play waited, in Super Bowl history, and then you they waited till Rocky three you know, <laughs> to get to get to the Rocky <laughs> yeah, statue. Let's up. not get into the Rocky no, statue. No, no, you might anger that. some people with yeah. your Rocky statue takes. We're going to avoid that. <laughs> I'm no, just avoid saying, the angry maybe, tweets. I, I'm I am in the minority. I can feel it. I know it. But if you think it's weird, let us know at Go Birds Pod yeah. on Instagram or uh, you know Twitter or hit us up uh, individually at John Barcher at there Jimmy Seltz. That's not his tag. It's Tag James, James Seltzer. Seltzer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Jimmy Seltz, though. That'd be Would have nice. been good. I blew that. Uh, so, My brother calls me Jimmy Seltz. Oh, nice. So today's uh, mailbag that involves statements. We got to see. That's it's, it's bigger than a mailbag. That's my point. We got to come up with a thought, a mail and, and take bag. Ta- yes, yeah, mail and take bag. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. It's not uh, that creative. So along with your Just said the words, your takes and your questions. I we also put out there that you know we want to see what your favorite summertime foods or drinks or activities are. Ooh. James is always a good a judger of these things. Yes, I will shoot I them down. Though. Very quickly. Uh, first and foremost, Matt Gumbrecht checks in. Uh, he said two years, but uh, like, well, no, I'll say, I'll say the question. Pick one UDFA from the last two years that would be most ideal for them to turn into an all-pro. Who is it? None. Yeah, none of them. Love you, Matt. Or, or, or is he saying pick one of them that would have been most ideal for them to turn into an all-pro? Probably Corey Clement. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, we just saw Philip Lindsay be a borderline all-pro. Uh, there have been some great UDFAs of all, uh, you know, in the history of the league and all that, but I, there's no one of the class, whether it's Josh Adams or Clement or any of the Ostman or any of the guys yeah. they signed the last couple of years who I think has any chance to be at that type of level. No, of neither do I, but Ostman would be a good candidate if he's meaning which one of them should have or can turn into an sure. all-pro or want to turn over, however you want to do None that. is the None answer. None is the answer. None. But, um, Love you, Matt. I, this this brings oh wait he's got uh, good summer takes too uh, love killing it on the uh, I love the beach but also killing uh, Corona ponies dockside at the lake while wakeboarding Ooh, and tubing all day with family rocks friends. and ponies the Coors Light ponies yes. used to be a big fan of those absolutely I don't know why I don't know why I want want less beer than more beer but they were fun because I think it it keeps you in check. Yeah. And you can just, drink a lot of them. Just and means feel I drink like, more of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. I cr- then you can say I crushed twenty five beers. I guess the only way to look at it is you hold the beer in your hand, you feel like a giant. So that's kind of cool. true. Yeah, that like, is look at fun. me. I'm I'm fucking huge, man. I am glad that he brought up UDFAs because I I went uh, I went texting. I went texting, Ooh, and I know it's not official, store, huh? but we got we got some hits. And let me tell you, news isn't great. <laughs> news is not great. So I reached out to some people from Rutgers. These are all people part of the program. Uh, Kevin Wilkins D tackle has been you know penned and signed just not official all that is is not official yet uh, between us some insight decent but never reached his potential could have been way more productive and they were really thin at D line this past year so he got a lot of attention nice kids hate to hear this part a little soft <laughs> going not great man like what is that I never know what somebody means when they say a little soft I never know what that means means they're not 
quite hard enough. You know, to. I don't know. I just—it means they're not tough. You know what it means? Yeah. It means they're not a, tough. So uh, a little soft means soft <laughs> is what it means. It's a nice way of saying he's soft. Yeah. S a w f t soft. Unlike uh, not unlike uh, the oh, I was trying to think of a good tweeter who blocks all the time. And they're all they're all gone and passed. Yeah, all yeah, the ones CN's no longer on Twitter. So. <laughs> uh, and here's, hey, maybe he is. I don't know. I never followed. Oh him no, I think place. he is. I think he is back. But yeah. whatever. Well, there you go. That's I fine. I know Scott Kazmar has been job anymore. It's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. I, I think he tweets a lot less because I don't see him in my feeds anymore. What a shame. It's a shame. You hate to see it. Do you? Uh, is no, that no? Right. You don't. Uh, Keegan Render, who hey, is the don't be racist or whatever it was that he was. Was it oh, racist? Yeah. I think it was. It's pretty racist. I something, feel like. I feel something. Like it was racist. Borderline. Don't do anyway. that. It's a bad thing. Keegan Render from the University of Iowa. I w- what's funny? Shockingly, what's funny is that that you said Keegan Render and you did the from, and I still had to think for a sec. Like I have no fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, Iowa, of course. So he's bad the- job by me. Center as introduced as a guard uh, when, you know, he's been marked here. And, like, listen, I've seen enough Iowa tape to know that he's not good. So I just reached out to two guys in the program to just try and see if I had. I was like, am I missing anything? He goes, I'll be honest with you. He's not good. (laughs) Okay. He's slow and he's not really strong. He's a smart kid, but he's very nice. I think he's a training camp fodder for you guys at least knows uh, that he can block in his own scheme. So I was like, okay, good. Then person number two involved in the program said, I'd like to say good things about him, but if you look at many of our broken run plays, his defender often makes the tackle is or is either in it or on it, et cetera, et cetera. So well, all right. first two, not so great. My big takeaway is you got sources in all these programs. Who knew? Johnny Sources. I just, you know. Johnny Sources. Only when it aligns, because it's really only with those two programs, <laughs> then I can share information. The other guys, I guess, we'll kind of look out for. Football powerhouse Rutgers. Woohoo! Look out now. Uh, Casey Young. Is ah, Nelson Aguilar great Casey Young. off the hot seat? <laughs> yes. I'm going no. I'm going to go yes. I say, I say so you no, think he's still going to get traded at this point? I think he's got to make it through training camp. What? He doesn't have to prove anything. You think they're? Go- you saying, think they might trade him in training camp? Yeah. I oh, do. I don't. I, I think do. Nelson Aguilar is on this team to start the season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's quite off the hot seat. Yet. Okay. That's all. It's fair. Yeah. Strong disagree. He's on the warm seat. Like somebody just farted, and he goes, <laughs> "Why is this seat warm?" He's on that seat. <laughs> okay. All right. It's not flaming. It's not you know whatever. Sounds like a gross seat to uh, me. Huh? Orlando Mora- Morales. Uh, this is just a statement. Aside from depth along the interior at O-line in depth at safety. I think this is the most talented team that uh, they've had since 2004, and that team was, in fact, loaded. Agree or disagree? Uh, I mean, dream team, obviously, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, just in <laughs> talent alone. I, think um, just... I don't know. I, look, I think it's right there. We were talking about this on the radio a little bit on Saturday. I don't... I, you know, we, you and I argued last year. You thought last year's roster was more talented than the Super Bowl roster. Yeah. I disagreed. I still, and and it's it's really hard to disassociate what happened from just the talent on the roster of that 2017 team because there was obviously so much other stuff that played a role. The locker room, the, all the the motivation, all the stuff that happened, and all that. So it's really hard to disassociate the talent from that that just being like the perfect roster. So, but it was still really talented. I think you could argue that this roster right now is just as talented. So, 
I think it's a fair statement. I'm still going to go with the Super Bowl roster until I see a roster really push it, but I, I understand it is the point. I think this is, in terms of skill position players, the types of, uh, uh, I, I, you know, just a race depth, I guess. I would take the starters of any of the 17, 18, or 19 teams over the 04. I would too. I'll give you uh, Nick's uh, summer take, and then I'll ask you the question. Ooh. I'm a beer guy all the way, beer fan all the way, craft, whatever. But last summer, I was enjoying a blueberry Moscow mule quite often. It's so tasty and refreshing. I can't get down with the Moscow mules. What is wrong I think wrong it's an incredibly overrated drink. No, it's, it's perfectly rated. I mean, rated. they're fine. Like... I think it's everyone likes the stupid little tin cup they come in. Everyone's like, oh, look at the tin cup. This is so cool. Love me a Moscow Mule. First of all, it's, it's a copper cup. super meh. Uh, that is my take on the Moscow Mule. I, overhyped. Uh, it is not overhyped. I think it is perfect. Overhyped. I'm thinking, I'm thinking you know what is overhyped during the summertime is that, uh, oh my gosh, wine and fruit and seltzer and alcohol uh oh sangria sangria is oh, fucking overrated as horrendous hell. take sangria is way better than a moscow mule takes longer to to, to make oh no you gotta have it sit there everybody's Red sangria all, oh, white sangria i love the fruit when i eat it you can make a moscow mule in a second and keep going yeah, and it and tastes like whatever they're, they're just equally as, uh, refreshing no sangria is way better <laughs> it's a crazy take uh the question is though we used to soak our fruit in grain al- grain alcohol back in the day and then what happened? Not good things. <laughs> gen, gen, generally not good things. Uh, what do you think on paper is the Eagles' toughest game this season? I mean, look. Uh, I think it's the first Cowboys game. It's going to be, I, just in terms of how everything shakes out, is going to be their toughest game of the season. Is that the one on the road? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think that's a fair call. I mean, look, any it's got to be a road game. I, you would, I mean, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. You say the Patriots just because right. it's the Patriots. But I think that when you look at it and look at the way the schedule shakes out, hmm, it's a good question. Because I think Seattle, but it's at home. I think that's yeah. going to be a tough game in that kind of sequence that they have it. Hmm. I like that call, the first cut. I mean, it's yeah. it's the, the toughest division road game. It's a meaningful game. All right. Yeah, and there's I'll just, roll with you, John. And and it could be. It could, oh, never mind the Jets. Oh, the Jets uh, no, week kidding. five? Just kidding. At home? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah, Just yeah. Kidding. It's going to be the most fun, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, fans of Philly. I mean, Packers com, on Thursday night. I don't even think the Packers are that good, but yeah. going to Lambeau on a Thursday night, a short week, I think. I don't think that's easy. That's a tough one, too. There's an awful lot of people that think Buffalo crushed this draft, by the way. Really? Which always makes me a little like, really? I mean, I like Ed Oliver. I like their picks. Yeah. I'm not, I don't disagree with them. It's but weird. It, the free agents look like... You know, uh, the worst fantasy team ever assembled, like, for this day and age in 2019. Basically been what they do in Buffalo. <laughs> and then they have a really good draft, and then it's Good just... thing they gave $9 million a year to Cole Beasley. Yeah. I mean, was... really? Like the... Cole Beasley? The Bills could have the best draft class in the world, but their quarterback still sucks butt. So well, it's just kind of... I mean, I don't know. He is a more athletic, better-armed Daniel Jones, yeah. so... <laughs> Everybody and everybody's like starting to go like, "Hey man, you know Josh Allen still showed some progress." Where? I mean, here's the thing: I'm not a Josh Allen guy. Josh Allen is way better than Daniel. Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I, I just, would way more have yeah, yeah. go with Josh Allen and roll with the Howitzer than than. So I just wanted to make fun of Daniel Jones. Is there? And this is the other thing. By the way, keep, did you see that video that the uh-huh. just to have a little fun? You see the video the Giants released no. of Daniel. So the video is like you know Daniel Jones just out here dropping dimes or whatever, and it's like a minute. 
40 video or whatever of him throwing swing passes. It's fucking hilarious. It's just like, ooh, swing pass, ooh, swing pass, ooh, swing pass. And he's got this fucking huge sweeping motion with the arm. It was awesome. It made my day to watch well, that video. Well, I guess in uh, in Pat Shermer's defense, maybe that is deep in his offense. I have no fucking idea. That's amazing. That's hilarious. Dropping dimes, baby. Um, let's- uh... Dan Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Michael, he has a question. This is great. Hey, Michael. Uh, glad you're still tuning in, even though you're about to- Oh, Michael shit. took a shot at you about the statues. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. Michael, warranted righteous <laughs> shot, and I agree with you. Oh, warranted. Well warranted. Well done. Not warranted to compare it to Abraham Lincoln. That's all. Some would say that Nick Foles is more important. Uh, what position on the team did is- Did Abraham Lincoln win a Super Bowl for the Eagles? I don't think not. so. He just, did not. Just saying. Yeah, he did not. Did some other things. What a, Lincoln's a coward. Did some other things. Did some other things. Lincoln's still a coward. Uh, what what position on the team is unable to recover from injuries to the starter? Don't give me Carson as the answer. That's yeah. That's a yeah. Carson. I yeah. think it's a clear <laughs> obvious. Yeah. I mean, if Carson goes down, they're in trouble. No, that's a good question. Uh, summertime I'm drink. To hear your thought. Ice cold lemonade just brings me back to childhood memories. That's a hard degree from me. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's some, great. It's, it's, it's need some alcohol in it, but yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, I mean, the, that's I thought too. we were doing fun drink. No, I'm <laughs> can't go wrong with lemonade. Summertime food, boardwalk fries. It's okay. I think that's more of a nostalgic thing, too. Yes, I agree. Uh, riding some roller coasters in the summertime. That's something I miss doing. I haven't, so, been, I haven't done it in a long I'm time. Like a, I'm like a, I'm a, I will ride the roller coasters, yeah. but I don't, like, I'm not like a roller coaster guy, per se. My wife, lo- like, loves them. Love, love, loves them. I'll, I'll do it, but I'm never like, oh, yeah, let me hop on the coaster. I'll, just, I'll do <laughs> let it. Let me hop on the coaster. <laughs> Top of that coaster right there. Uh, no, bring them all on. I love roller coasters. Yeah. I, Did I, you see they just opened the, this park in Toronto? It has the biggest drop that they're in really? the history of roller coasters. Oh, man, speaking of wee-wees, that's going to make your wee-wee feel real 245-foot drop. Straight. I watch a video. It's like straight down. Yeah, free fall. Terrifying. That's all yeah, it's just like. Uh, well, no, it's yes. a roller coaster, and then it goes. It's like a roller coaster. But it's oh, like a then it straight, goes into it. Straight drop <laughs> into the coaster. Looks like. Looks like we got our first Go Birds Pod meetup <laughs> Toronto. in Toronto. Hey, <laughs> get your passports ready, everybody. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with the guy we just said it. Malcolm Jenkins is unrecoverable. I agree. Strong, hard, See, aggressive. I agree. Of. I will give one more. Jason Kelsey. They don't have a oh, backup yes. center on this yes. roster right now. Like, who's your backup center? Is it? I mean, your backup center is your starting guard. Like, I don't, I don't know what they do in that situation. You know what? So, I'm changing my answer to that too. It, that's one would be Kelsey. Two would be Jenkins. Yep, I agree. I, with just, that. I, 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 I saw that as soon as I saw the question. I go Jason Kelsey. Yep. And, I, and that because we but got Jenkins, a great discussion. answer too for everything yeah. we 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 listed. It's a great answer too. Um, shit, Stoke says who we always disagree on this take always. So I want you to run with this. Ooh, yards matter, especially when you consider field position helps your offense score, even if they're not always starting drives from their own twenty. Uh, cookouts, kickbacks. And Coronas during the summertime. Strong. Agree Always with that. strong. Big kickback. Guy. He had margaritas last time. Ooh. When we talked about Another good sour. call. That's we discussed. Has to be rock salt. Yeah. So, <laughs> are we going to do yards don't matter? So, why don't, I think it's a better way to say, tell people why you think yards don't matter. Because yep. this is a, a, a platform almost for John. This yards is a, a are rallying cry. Terrible to judge anything from a defense and how it performs, from a quarterback and how it how it throws from a a, a running it, back I having like you and it ma- massive <laughs> amounts. Not how he throws, how it throws, how it throws, like how it throws. Saw awesome. <laughs> so Daniel Jones on the mic. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> how it throws. It's 
It's a terrible way to judge a quarterback. It's a terrible way to judge a defense, and it's a terrible way to judge running back sometimes. You know? I mean, because we you don't look at you can look at a real big fancy number and then just go, oh, 3.5 yards per carry on, you know, 500 carries, which normally doesn't happen in the NFL anymore. Uh, yards don't matter because yards never guarantee points. That's that's the biggest difference to me in the world. It tells you how the offense is moving or if the defense is bend, don't break, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you're out of the end zone, the 99-yard drive doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? It's done. It's over with. Yeah, they're getting into it. And what's the problem? Oh, they have red zone struggles or whatever, which sounds oddly familiar from this, you know, Eagle season and not being aggressive enough. If you have an 89-yard bomb with a touchdown attached to it, that fucking matters. An 89-yard bomb that results in a field goal or a turnover doesn't matter anymore. That's why yards don't matter. It's a good argument. I mean, yards obviously matter, but I get what you're saying. You need yards. So they matter a little bit. Yeah, but it's just not... I understand the, what you're saying. To his point, I do think it matters in some situations. There are things like, look, field position games happen. That type of thing does matter, where yardage actually does play a, a massive difference in the game. You're pinning them deep. You've got a lot of yards. You're able to at least put the ball in their territory. So it can have cases when it matters, but I do think the core of your point holds in that, obviously, and it seems In the same simple, way that somebody would say, which I don't really agree with either, here's my big running take backs on, don't matter. Here's my of big take matter, on this. Here's but. my big take on this. Shit Stokes says, John Barchard, it's one of the dumbest arguments that we have on a consistent basis. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, of course, this is the off season. This is what like dumb it. arguments are for. And it's mean, a dumb argument. We fought about a statue. I mean, but I, I will say, I do. Your point holds. I, I agree with you. I think that yard. I think a better way to say it is yards are overrated. Yeah, yards are completely. I think overrated. that's a better way to say it. That's why when you when you give me Jordan Howard has this many yards from from yeah, cool. Look at the tape. Does he look like Todd Gurley? Yeah. Then then let's move on from it. Is uh, there a reason why the Bears didn't hold take. on to him? Cool, great. By the way, I don't know if I said this before. Really weird that the Bears would move on from Jordan Howard and then uh, and then draft David Montgomery. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Did nobody just go? Oh, great. Now, granted, David Montgomery is a much better well, prospect to me than Jordan and also, Howard. And he's I think shiftier it, and he moves a little because, better. It's because one of them has a contract coming up after next year, and one of them's on a cheap contract for the a, next th- four years or whatever. The, the third round pick isn't is nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like. They've selected him in the third round, and you're going. That's a that's a pretty premier pick to choose a running back as opposed to getting another Jordan Howard in the fifth round. I don't know. I'm just. I think it's silly. I also think it's really silly what's happening in Chicago. Have you seen this? Blew it. That and there's <laughs> eight. There is eight fucking kickers at rookie camp. Yeah, eight. Well, I love. Didn't they? What they say? They they set up like you all have to make one shot from the forty three yard line, like Parky miss it. All and they went all, one for two. All missed their, All went one for two. Was it one for two? I know, I heard they all missed their first attempt or something oh, like oh, that. Oh, in the first. Yeah, yes, yes, they did. Yeah, every single one of them missed it's their first amazing. attempt. Amazing. Two for eight. I think everybody was all, terrific in total. And then they were all one for two, one for two. They have eight kickers. Let me tell the Chicago Bears how to solve your kicker problem. Draft a better fucking quarterback. That's how you solve. Like I don't. I don't think it's the messaging that's going in Chicago. I would love to think, just like we thought after the Super Bowl, that the Patriots are broken. But if this is a thing in Chicago, uh, I love it. Because, I mean, their offense lost them the game. You have to score more than 15 points in today's Mm -hmm. NFL. The Eagles scored 16. And I will go to the hill. I will go to the grave. Whatever you want to call it with this take. 
Cody Park is missing that fucking kick, whether Esther got his finger on it or not. He was missing that kick. Maybe. <laughs> the body position, if you maybe. freeze frame it, just strong maybe. right at contact. Strong maybe. His body is going left, left, I'll give you a maybe. And I think Hester helped it rather than, you know, hurting it. I'll give you a maybe. Anyway, that said, want to appreciate everybody jumping in the mail take bag, which we have a terrible name for. I like that. For the mail take bag. The mail take bag. It's okay. Um, take mail? No, mail yeah, take. take mail better. I like mail take better. So as we, we teased it, so James, before we go, what sucks about getting old? Oh, yeah. I think you're about to ask me what's my favorite thing about summer, and I was well, going to say Go baseball. Ahead. Oh, baseball. Baseball. Of course, of course it is. It's baseball. My favorite thing about Listen summer. To a baseball game on the radio or something like that. Has oh. to do with that, Ooh. too, actually. Lay it on me. I didn't put it in the tweet, but I just said 90-degree day that's hot as fuck with, a, with some form of tropical beverage that you can just drink in the sand all day and then follow that up with nothing but a 68-degree air conditioning at 5 o'clock on the couch after a shower. I don't know what you call that. I like one <laughs> of that. those two things. Yeah. Baseball while you're listening. Well, to the, no, just I like the air too. conditioner part. I don't like the beach, John. How about that for a take? It's where dirt meets water. Not a beach guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I get to sit on the... Here's what I do when I go to the beach. I read a book. You know where else I can read a book? Anywhere. That has sunlight. Anywhere. I can read a book anywhere. Anywhere I go. Bring it with me. That's my thoughts on the beach. I, I, I think the beach is overrated. Not a beach guy. But uh, the first time you get the beach is great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not racing. I don't know <laughs> why you guys Give you a race <laughs> from Philadelphia at fi- Friday at 3 p.m. or oh, Thursday God. at 3 Sit p.m. In traffic to like run to the beach to gather it all in for like 57 hours of maybe sunshine and then race all the way back. Like, yeah, I tell you what, there's to your point, go get some sand. If you're lucky enough to have a backyard or a sliver of a backyard in Philadelphia, Kitty pool, sand, Boom. books I can dig done. on that, yeah. <laughs> All right, now, what yeah. sucks about getting old? Yeah. A lot of things, John. A lot of things. But I'm not that old, so I don't want to complain, because I know there's someone listening to this podcast who'd be like, asshole, you're yeah. 37 years I'm old. Just, we're just you're getting not the start old. of it. But I will yeah. say, my joints hurt a lot more than they used to. Uh-huh. I feel pain all the time. Yep. You know? That's uh, a thing like, so... Well, I do a lot of walking. I walk to work. I walk home, all that. I have to walk my, my baby around the house when she's not happy. Um, it hurts, man. Like, after, like, I really, my legs hurt. My body hurts. That never used to happen to me before. Never. 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 Here's another one. Drinking, I love it. It fucks me up. The Real next bad. day, like, hangovers, like, it's, hangover is not a one-day thing for any, me anymore. If I drink, like... Uh, enough i'm giving up like the next four days of my life to recover so those are the <laughs> yeah. things that jump out to me yeah. immediately uh i'll jump on that one too where it's just like i listen don't get me wrong i love beer and i love whiskey but now i get why people just kind oh, of yeah, slowly me too slowly so used, start to dilute their yeah, alcohol and yes. beer and stuff like that and also I, go, the, I used to be like oh i'll drink give me some whiskey give yeah, me some yeah, this go, give me some that go, let's go, let's like, go. no no pick one yeah pick one this man. year really i'm really showing my ass this yeah, year man. like like all of the time when when people would come up to my bar and just say let me get a pineapple and vodka i'd be like you fucking wuss (laughs) and now what did i do yesterday during brunch we're inviting somebody over and uh, fucking pineapple vodkas yeah buddy for nice and refreshing okay and if i'm gonna and now i'm to the point where because uh, a spike seltzer is a thing now oh yeah love it and they offer me a beer 
versus a spike seltzer, I'm taking the spike seltzer because I know it's not going to give me a hangover. I'm just going like, wow, I think I need to turn everything in mm-hmm. or just realize that you can drink anything you want and be fine. Like, you know, there's no, the manly card needs to come down, everybody. We've all enjoyed I used a to be, I used to be so. that guy. I Me used too. to be the guy where I I'm like. I get it now. Yeah, no. I apologize. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I apologize sorry. profusely to I everybody used to, I, made, I used made to say of. that, that like, all the drinking stuff was a myth. Like, man yeah. up. Oh, you can't mix whiskey and this and that. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. you can't, all right? Yeah. yeah. I can. Now I can't. I totally can't, man. <laughs> I, I apologize can't. Profusely Mea to culpa. everybody. Mad culpa. Yeah. culpa. all around. Uh, and the other thing I'll say quickly, fucking ear hair. Where did you come from? <laughs> Where did you come from? Like, I just went, oh, that's weird. It's on it. And I did the swipe, swipe, and now, whoop, just keeps growing back and growing back and growing back and growing back. Fuck you, ear hair. It's a fair take. Hate it. Hate that. Love you guys. Thank you so much again for listening to Go Birds Pod. Five-star reviews on the iTunes and wherever you see fit on anywhere you get your podcasts. For James Seltzer, I'm John Bartridge. This has been the Go Birds Podcast on Radio.com, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Birds!